What's good, witches? This is Ayodeli Fuega back for another solo podcast. Welcome back to the Bossy Bruja podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Bossy Bruja. Welcome, welcome. So I'm starting off with a card reading because today was a little bit emotionally distracting and I don't do very many readings for myself, but today felt like a really good day to do a reading. Um, so I've already shuffled and um, spoke my name over the deck and, and drew some cards. So I'm going to be going through these cards very quickly. Um, I can see a lot of um, meaning in them already. I can see a lot of things that make sense to me personally. Um, it was 1117 when I started. So I always start my readings off with... Uh, astrology and numerology. So my numbers are 11, 17, 111, and 117. Let me turn my phone off. Okay, so 11, stay positive. Your thoughts are materializing rapidly. You want to ensure positive outcomes by focusing only on the good within yourself, others, and this situation. 17, the angels applaud you for staying positive and optimistic. They say that your optimism is warranted as your affirmative thoughts are coming true. Keep up the good work as you're on the right path. 111 is this number brings you the urgent message that your thoughts are manifesting instantly. So keep your mindset focused upon your desires. Give any fearful thoughts to heaven for transmutation. And 117, congratulations. Your positive thoughts have steered your you and your life in a wonderful direction. Keep up the positive mental work. Ashe, 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 ashe. So I pull from two Oracle decks. I've been working with the same decks for 14 years. So they're the ones that I'm most comfortable with. I draw f usually three to five, um, sometimes as many as six or seven from both decks. And I read them straight through like they're a sentence. I read them together because it gives me a more accurate read. The very first card that comes up is a foundation for the reading. The last card is, and if you've gotten a reading from me, you already know the spiel. But the last card is um, a final note. So it gives you an idea of what you need to focus on going forward or what practice, um, usually a spiritual practice, you need to really focus on developing or using um, going forward. And then what comes up center is always what's most important uh, in a reading with me. This is how the cards and I communicate. So the first card that I got was delegation and delegation is a card that literally means you need to give other people some tasks and stop trying to do everything yourself, which is very, very true for me in my life. And I'm so blessed because I actually had a sister call me up today and say, hey, I would be more than happy to come and help you with your packing. So that's a really beautiful thing. Got someone, one of my New York City uh, girls who don't play <laughs> coming to help me out. Someone who's about her business, another entrepreneur just like me and someone who actually follows through on her words. So that's really good. And delegation comes up here with honoring your true feelings and honoring your true feelings is always uh, first about acknowledging how you feel. So it does usually involve some time uh, for reflection to maybe journal some things out or to have a, a nice little talk with yourself to figure out what your thoughts are about work. And, and this instance work in your workload <laughs> in this instance because we're talking about delegation and um and then to honor them meaning to take action um 
in a way that honors how you feel, right? So in order to honor your feelings, you have to first acknowledge them. So for some reason, well, it's clear to me that I do need to um, be honest with myself first about how I feel. And then I need to follow that honesty up with some new decisions. Now that's followed with sensitivity and new opportunity. And sensitivity um, is a card that means um, whatever changes you're going through, usually of a spiritual nature. And for me, it's it's spiritual and it's business. But because my business is spiritual, a lot of the changes that are happening within my company are taking place with within me. It's a very intimate um, business <laughs> and a very involved business. So uh, a lot of the things that change with, within my circle or within my personal life affect my business. And then a lot of things that change within the business affect me. So sensitivity also comes with this, this message of like tolerance levels changing, right? If you've ever gotten this card, I've told you, it means that things you used to tolerate, you won't be able to tolerate them anymore. You're, you're becoming increasingly sensitive. Some things that used to kind of rub you the wrong way may be outright painful to you now. And I can absolutely, um, understand where that card is coming from, but it does come up here with new opportunity, right? So as your tolerance levels change, as you, you begin honoring your feelings and delegating some of these tasks, there will be a new opportunity coming to you. Now, the new opportunity, card usually heralds a change that brings um, an opportunity for financial um, freedom or financial stability of some kind. So it, it usually is an opportunity leading to increased wealth, which makes a lot of sense in my spread because what comes up center for me is prosperity and, um, miracle healing and prosperity, um, one of my one of my friends told me how to pronounce this goddess's name. I've been saying it wrong for years, for years, but she's the woman of gold. So she is a goddess made of solid gold holding this cornucopia. It's made out of gold and she's pouring gold out onto the earth and the earth beneath her is gold and the sky is gold. So she is all about material wealth, very Taurus, very Luxor <laughs> um, and what she usually means is that there is some type of a windfall coming um, and a, a really um, huge increase in finances, which I've been experiencing. And I hope that I experience more. Now, this does come up with miracle healing and healing is always about wholeness. It's always about restoration or um, restoration to a state of wholeness or well-being. So if that's coming up with a prosperity card, it's probably going to mean the elimination of some debts. It's going to mean um, maybe the elimination of any money worries, um, or any financial struggles. Now this is followed with endings and beginnings and laughter. Endings and beginnings means require change. Something has got to change. It has to change now. It is not optional. Endings and beginnings also means the end of an era, the beginning of a new um, era. So like you're closing a chapter and opening up a new one. And because laughter comes up with this card, thank God, because the Kali can be a little bit, she could be a little harsh, um, when she comes up a, a, a little wild, if you listen to last week's um, uh, podcast with Neha, she talked a little bit about the wild goddesses um, from her home Nepal. 
And Kali is is certainly one of uh, her wild goddesses, but she, you know she she's a goddess of destruction, but also a goddess of creation. So endings and beginnings coming with laughter is a really good thing because it kind of takes the edge off. Um, and with laughter, it means happier days ahead. Now, what comes up after that in the final position is don't back down with visualization, and don't back down is about standing up for what you believe is right, for what you believe in, and for me this is the mission that I'm working towards. This is the plan that I have created for myself. I'm flexible in it, obviously, because spirit be having her own agenda and I'm okay with that. But having my objectives be exceedingly clear and being willing to take uh, whatever steps are necessary and to, um, you know, make whatever sacrifices are necessary as well. And my final note card is visualization. So that does mean that I'm going to need to spend some more time in visualization and actually visioning where I'm going and not just writing it down or talking about it or, you know, talking with my partner about it, but actually sitting down and seeing it in my mind, which does make a lot of sense to me. Um, because, lately you know what I've been doing lately and this this segues perfectly into our discussion for today because I have been looking at a lot of like other people which is not something I normally do I've been looking at other people I've been looking at other people and thinking oh my goodness I really like that oh my goodness I can't wait to do that oh my goodness I hope to be able to do that sometimes or some at some point and and then I've been looking at others and I'm like this person is silly (laughs) I can't I don't unfollow I'm not interested in this so my my third eye might be a little bit clogged up from looking at other people so much lately. You know, I'm not a big scroller. I'm anti-scroll. Um, I think that it's very distracting. I actually looked up the word distracting, but let's do it together. Hey, Siri, define distraction. A thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. Do you want to hear the remaining one? Yes. Extreme agitation of the mind or emotions. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all, I was definitely distracted today, okay? Because spirit is so incredibly amazing. And my path is becoming clearer and clearer every day. And I think that this happens in business and in spirituality, when you commit to a path or when you begin a journey of learning and growing and exploring and unfolding, um, a, a path of evolution, right? There is, uh, there's going to be some obstacles. And a lot of times obstacles are other people, other people and their distraction and, and their emotions and the emotions that you have in response to their emotions. <laughs> And it all gets very messy. So I've I've said in other places that as much as I love people, I'm also very detached. But I do have moments when my mind is stuck on the weirdness that is other people's reactions. Um, and that can be quite distracting. That can be quite distracting. Looking at other people, thinking about their their issues, like the, the problems that they may have with you, 
their emotions and things that 100% have nothing to do with you. How they respond, how they react um, to your choices, to you doing what's best for you can be very difficult. Now, in a, in a spiritual sense, it's like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to leave this religion that doesn't resonate with me and I'm going to start on my own path and I'm going to pursue some, I'm going to pursue witchcraft or I'm going to pursue one of the, the African traditional religions, or I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go get initiated and I'm going to do whatever feels best to me, whatever naturally resonates with me. And maybe you have people who are like, oh, hell no, that's the devil. Or you can't light that candle in my house. We don't do that over here. All types of craziness. Um, Although we live in a country where we have freedom of worship, you know. The people who, you know, try to impose themselves, um, on you in that way or, or, or try to tell you that you can't worship and believe how you want to. They're actually, they're breaking the law, (laughs) you know, like they're, they're working against your, your rights as a United States citizen, which is crazy. And as a fucking human being, like, let's be real, let's be real. You can believe whatever the, whatever the hell you want to believe, you can believe whatever the hell you want to believe and nobody else can can climb inside of your mind and dictate what you do and do not believe, okay? So it is entirely personal. This is something that um, an old friend of mine <laughs> and I used to talk about is how your spirituality is extremely personal. It's between you and your gods or your spirits or whatever the hell you believe in. Okay, whether it's just you and yourself, all right, it is entirely personal. It's entirely up to you. And one thing that Neha mentioned last week is that she did, she just could not believe that there could be this, this being called God who would be so selfish as to, to restrict the ways in which we could know her or it or him or them (laughs) or restrict the ways in which we could come and worship that she just could not get with that idea. And I thought that makes perfect sense to me. I can't get with that idea either. Um, But for those of you who are around people who are kind of like trying to suppress your or oppress <laughs> your beliefs and your practices in any way, I encourage you to get creative if you have to. Like if it's if it's your mama, obviously I'm not promoting disrespecting your mama. We don't do that if we can help it. <laughs> um, and I do encourage you though to protect your faith, protect your beliefs and your practices and your connection to spirit because that's you, that's yours. I'm gonna light up on that note. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, other people can be extremely distracting, um, especially those who are very committed to their own distraction. But one thing I realized today is that emotional distractions can become an addiction. Yeah. Creating drama, allowing drama. The, that on again, off the thing, uh, on again, off again thing that a lot of people do with their intimate partnerships, the drama that people permit or co-create within their lives that they keep going back to again and again. These are distractions and emotional addictions. And I realized today that when my mind is 
running away with me, focusing on somebody else's bullshit when I should be or could be working or focusing on my writings or, you know, creating something for my circle. There may be, there may be uh, an addiction or an affinity for drama that is happening and it cannot be tolerated, especially, um, if I am aiming and I I definitely am striving and aiming to remain spiritually focused, clean and progressive. I'm desiring to move forward. And I think that the people who, who really rock with me in the bossy bruja circle are as well. And that requires to be progressive, whether it's in your spirituality or your business requires that you become comfortable with making sacrifices, whether that is sacrificing um, certain habits of mind, okay, which I think could be even more serious than some of the physical habits that we have, but sacrificing any habit that does not contribute to a more um, expressed or fulfilled life, that does not contribute to, to greater productivity, Okay, or a more aligned or authentic or loving demonstration of your own creativity. Or, you know, like if you are allowing something to exist in your life which distracts or prevents you from being your best self, showing up as your best self and doing those things that are true to you, then it has to, well, it it can't be allowed to remain. It can't be. And unfortunately, sometimes the thing that stands in our way are relationships, our relationships with people who are committed and devoted to their distractions, right? So, one thing that I say sometimes is that I don't want to catch what you got. <laughs> you know, if you're distracted about the boyfriend. You can't make a decision about whether or not you're going to be with him or not. You know, you've been talking about starting a business for years and you haven't taken any steps. There's obviously something that is happening within your mind, your, your uh, circumstances or within your heart, your emotional nature that is preventing you from being focused enough and committed enough to take action and to progress. And I don't, I'm not interested in associating with that. I think that it's dangerous uh, when we allow any and everyone into our lives. I think that when someone shows us who they are, what they're about, or how much they value, don't value, (laughs) don't value you as a person or your friendship, it is dangerous to continue, um, to permit them to be in your space, especially in your intimate space. You know, I think it's very dangerous when people remove themselves from you. It's a gift, you know, it's a gift. It's their spirit saying to your spirit. This is as far as we go. I wish you well, safe travels, bon bon voyage. That's what it is. And we have to get into the habit of celebrating that and being grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wish you well. 
literally. And one other thing that I was thinking today is that when we are seeing people off, when we are allowing other people to go, okay, to remove themselves from our lives, (laughs) all saltiness, all bitterness, all feelings of rejection and what anger or you know any type of pettiness or shadiness needs to go you know from a spiritual perspective we could instead choose to understand and to know that if they were aligned then or if they were on the same vibration with us they they would stay they would be here it would be easy for the the two of you to get on, you know. So good riddance. Maybe that's a little that's a little harsh. <laughs> we wish you well on your travels. Okay, really, there are several people that I let go. Some of them I've been wanting to let go for years, and in letting them go. I feel better. I think that the thing that has caused a little bit of emotional distraction with me has been some of the things that have been done, things that I would never do, things that just don't make sense, things that logically would point to some type of dislike or disdain, jealousy, envy, or hateration <laughs> from some of these people. So, in that respect, it's been easier to let some people go in an effort to clean my space, in an effort to honor myself. And I'm saying this because some of you may have some people in your lives that you need to release, <laughs> that you need to clean yourself of your mind your emotions your heart you know what I'm saying or eat the fish spit out the bones like take the great things that you've learned and all of the value that you've gleaned you know from that relationship and from the conversations that you've had from the space you've shared and let the rest go you know let the rest go maybe people need to be free of you and free of the relationship and maybe free of some of their other relationships too so that they can go and continue their journey in ways that honor themselves um, so that they can gain some understanding some knowledge and experience healing I think that there are definitely some people that I've had to let go of recently that were more of a hindrance than a help um, on a psychological level and on a mental level. I think that within relationships, you might experience something like um, microaggressions, right? So things where it's difficult to explain how this is a problem, but psychologically, it's psychologically and emotionally damaging this specific behavior or this specific um, mode of communication or how the communication is, isn't happening, perhaps. But all I can say about that is when you know, you know, you know how people make you feel, you know 
those people who actually contribute to your life and those who don't. And the ones who are like dead weight or time killers or space fillers just cannot continue to be tolerated. Okay? Because if you're you're allowing your space to be filled up with fuckery, then where is like where are your blessings gonna flow into? They're taking up the room that your blessings could be coming into. So instead of permitting trash and messiness and useless things, situations, conditions, and relationships to remain in your life, it's time to clean house, buddy. It's time to clean house. That's what I feel personally. When I say that it is dangerous, I'm coming from a place of being raised by a mother who was aggressively protective of me and very serious, very concerned, very aware of who was around me and very clear with me about who was allowed to be around me. When um, When I was in middle school, one of my friends got pregnant. Mm. Wait, I think we were, because I was working, we were freshmen in high school and my friend was going to a different high school. She got pregnant and I went and I spent my whole check on um, toys for her baby shower and I put all these toys and things in bags, attached the bags to the handlebars of my bike, rode across town to attend her baby shower and most of her other friends had children already and we were fucking young dude like we were like 14 and 15 in high school and when my mother found out what I had done she said that girl is not your friend anymore y'all don't have shit in common you know, what, what you going to do, be her babysitter? That's what she said. What you going to do, be her babysitter so she can go out and party? Y'all don't have nothing in common. Now she is somebody's mother at, I don't know if she was 15 or how old she was. She was very young. Now she's someone's mother. And that is not, that's not the path for you. And that always stuck stuck with me and when my mom told me that I didn't really feel bad it felt very real it felt very accurate because when I was at that party with her and all these other girls I felt so out of place it was so weird to me (laughs) it was not anything I was interested in um and it just it just wasn't my time my idea of a good time um so when my mother said that it resonated with me so deeply it made perfect sense to me you don't have anything in common with this person over the years and reading hundreds upon hundreds of books about success particularly for business and all these different types of like self-help books and things it has been it has become so clear to me 
my mama know what she was talking about. <laughs> my mama always know. My mom knew what she was talking about. And when she said, you don't have anything in common with this girl, it was almost like, oh, thank God. Like someone is giving me permission to not continue associating. Almost like, well, I could just, uh, I could just put it off on my mom I could just say my mom said I can't come anymore <laughs> and the the truth is I didn't want to come anyways so I think the goal here is to not associate with people who do not align with the goals and desires that you have for yourself in your life to not become distracted when it's time to let go and to not be bothered by other people's reactions and responses to it. I think that it takes a lot of meditation <laughs> and a lot of um, personal clarity and self-respect. And that's all I have to say about that. If you would like to schedule the reading with me, you can go to bossybruja.com forward slash schedule. I'm available most days from 8 p.m. to midnight would be happy to do a reading for you. I hope that this little recording was of benefit to you and I hope that you have an amazing day. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Our next episode, we're going to have my good friend Sophie L. Smith on all the way from the UK. I love you guys. Be good to yourselves. Protect your mind, your heart, your energy, your spirit, your space, all of your resources. Protect your life. Godspeed.